This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. You know what's becoming terribly obvious? I would like to know. Uh, leftists or Mysterians not only cannot think for themselves, but when they do, they're not allowed to. We've seen countless examples of that. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're shunned or they're told this is what you should think. Yeah, did you hear about this? Uh, this is another reason I don't participate in Twitter. Uh, the the CEO of Twitter is a guy named Jack Dorsey. Yep. And he uh, apparently got himself into a big jam with the left because he ate at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you get the craving. Why not mm-hmm. stop? But I guess you can't if you're a lefty, huh? He posted to social media that he'd eaten at Chick-fil-A which is a target of, of liberal outrage because the uh, owners uh, uh, practice Christianity. And, right. Uh, so he tweeted a phone screenshot showing he had just eaten mm-hmm. uh, at, at Chick-fil-A, uh, and then the hate started to pour in. Many liberals are sensitive about Chick-fil-A because of the restaurant's Christian values, which progressives argue equates to discrimination against people in same-sex relationships. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to have that thought. You're not allowed to be a Christian who does not believe in same-sex marriage. You, the, you, you'd lose your card in the, in the mystery club. I can't keep up. Please delete this or follow up with how much free advertising you're going to give glad, one person wrote. Another said, hate chicken never tasted so homophobic. On behalf of the whole LGBTQYBBMCVWXYZ community, you, Jack, man. kindly boost your head out of your ass, another one said. Dorsey's misgiving was brought to wider attention after broadcast journalist Soledad O'Brien, she's got to be with CNN, right, criticized Dorsey's restaurant choice, which came during Gay Pride Month. <clears throat> this is an interesting company to boost during Pride Month, she, she wrote. Oh, so you can't, you you can only promote rainbow-friendly uh, or gay or lesbian-type Yeah, the guy went in and get some causes. chicken. Look at, look at the... He's hungry. And he's a panda. He has no swimsuit area whatsoever because he caved. Right. Why didn't he write back to everybody and said, I like their chicken? I want to get some you're chicken. You're not allowed to have your own thoughts oh if you're in this crowd. It's frightening to me. You're not allowed to have it. Let me let me go off uh, uh, topic for just one second. Okay. Did you read where uh, De Niro last night at the uh, Tony Awards uh, twice used a profanity yes. regarding Trump? Yes, and he gets a standing ovation. How do you think someone who would have criticized De Niro would have been treated? You can't think for yourself right. in this crowd. Right? What a dreadful group! You you can't you not only can't think for yourself, you're not allowed to. This guy went to get a bleeping chicken sandwich, and he's apologizing now. He's apologizing. 
that's a transfer of confidence as my CEO, I would say, why don't you go away? He, uh, so he, you know, this Soledad O'Brien, uh, he responds to her and said, you're right, completely forgot about their background. Their background? They employ 41,000 people. They're terribly successful. And their ownership happens to believe in Christianity. And they put out a hell of a product. Uh, and by the way, even if... It's just astonishing. There's nothing that they or he could have said that would change the opinion of all of those people. Which is why he should have said, I want to get a chicken a sandwich there. I love their stuff. Period. Don't, but is there he, a list of what we he's can... Not allowed, he's not allowed to think for himself. And he wants to stay in this crowd, obviously. Uh is there a list of approved fast food places we may go? Uh, I, I don't know. I, it, it's it's astonishing to me why anyone would want to march in lockstep with these morons. It really is. Isn't that funny? You can have free speech as long as your speech is what it's we what want we you approve. to say. It's right. what we approve. Yeah. These are terrorists as far as I'm concerned. And it's, again, it's the anonymous unwashed with this dreadful thing called Twitter, which is bringing about no enlightenment, no wisdom, no national conversation about anything. It's just revealing the dark underbelly of the people in this country. It's just astonishing to me. And this moron apologizes. What good is he? Uh... Dorsey issued an apology for the purchase of the restaurant. Uh, but the latest remark sparked another round of backlash, this time from more conservative social media users who questioned what the CEO of Twitter meant by their background. Background meaning they employ 41,000 people, many of whom are the most pleasant fast food employees in the country, serve delicious food at great prices and an amazing speed. That background wrote journalist Gerald Beer. I don't know who that is. You mean their late CEO being a Christian? Apparently that is something bad, terrible. Having faith, running a decent business, never discriminated against anyone for the tolerance, acceptance, and inclusivity crowd, wrote another. Isn't that something? This this fool, and that's what this Jack Dorsey now is in my estimation, a complete, can't come back. A complete fool, goes in to Chick-fil-A and then has to apologize that he went to Chick-fil-A because he irritated his crowd. It's It's amazing. Again, it's like you have to uh, leave uh, uh, breadcrumbs as far as, can I can I go to this place? What is there a, a, a website that shows us the approved places to conduct business? Neil? Yeah, uh, Mr. Mayor. I thought by now all these late-night talk shows, Jimmy Fallon included, which I, I liked at one time, they would have kind of ran out of material, but it's just, it's just nauseating you because it's relentless. Mm-hmm. Trump, 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 Trump. And the guy is, I know you're not the hugest fan, but I mean, he's turned, the, the economy has turned around to some degree, you know. What's this got to do with Chick, what's this got to do with Chick-fil-A? Uh, kind of the same, the media, the same thing. If you're, if what I'm saying is if you can bash Anybody, as long as it's it's not their side, as long as it's uh, Samantha B saying the c word. If somebody would have said the c word about a liberal or about about Clinton, they'd have been hung up and tarred and feathered. Neil, you're right. Thank you. Chick Fil A reminds me of something. Do you remember why when my current New Yorker magazine subscription expires, uh, right at the top of the new year? Uh, why I'm canceling, and I'm going to be writing a letter. 
You remember I remember why? why Rolling Stone, that was Kanye. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was Kanye. Um, let me, th- uh, New Yorker. That precious twit who wrote an essay for the New Yorker bitching about the fact that Chick-fil-A was moving into Manhattan. Oh, remember yes, that? yes, right. yes, yes. Well, why these are these... people cannot think for themselves. Okay, but, but here's the, the bottom line is, even with Hobby Lobby, with Chick-fil-A, with the guy that Baker that didn't want to make the cake for the the gay couple, pretty much gay, lesbian, LBGT, and all those others, they get to really do what they want. Nobody is stopping them from living their life. Case in point, Chick-fil-A. They're not stopping anybody from doing anything. Sandy? Yeah. Hi. I'm just calling to tell you that my millennial... 35-year-old son told me he got off social media because he was getting into um, debates with people about um, that the white male needs to be suppressed and put under um, extinct, put into extinction. Really? And he said extinction, mm-hmm. and they came back and said, yeah, in the ground. It's a little harsh, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so he said he can't, he can't handle it anymore as, as a millennial. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Tom? Hey, Joe. Yeah. So I was actually unsuccessfully looking for, is it Jack Dorsey? Jack Dorsey's yeah. contact information today. Yeah. Because I wanted to share with him a Chick-fil-A story that I will share with you. All right. My By the way, it shouldn't be that hard to uh, to get a hold of Jack Dorsey. You just He's the head of Twitter. Well, unfortunately, he encourages folks to tweet at him, and I refuse to be a part of that. All right. But anyway, my wife and I visited Chick-fil-A for the first time about a month ago. So we're in the lobby looking up at the menu, and we let a few people go ahead of us because we're trying to decide what we want. Finally, we get up, we order. Uh, I believe it was a manager waited on us, and we said, you know, sorry it took us so long, but it's our first time here. And he said, it's on us. He said, because it's your first time, we want to welcome you. We appreciate you being here. Really? And it was funny. My wife looked at me over the table and said, boy, I can sure see why everyone hates them so much. You know, the, <laughs> he, you know he was nothing but kind. Yeah. The place was clean. The employees were friendly. And it's been that way every time we've been there since. And, you know, sort of an amateur link here. But when you look at the standing ovation that Robert De Niro got last night mm-hmm. for doing nothing shy of scream F Trump a couple of times. Right. You know, I'm at the point where I'll happily throw my lot in with respectful, kind people, yeah. even if we're increasingly the minority. So and, you know, the other thing we don't know is, I bet you there are a lot of gay people who like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Of course there are, Joe. Yeah. And, and you and I have discussed it before, and you've discussed it on your show. If if you want religions with a more recent history of violence against homosexuals, I think you can safely look beyond Christianity. I think you can, point. too. Yeah. All right. Thank so wait, you. Back to Chick-fil-A. All I have to do is go in there that first time and say, hey, it's the first time here. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were starting to, today. I, I knew you were you calculating, weren't yeah, you? Just go to a different one. Hey, it's my first time here. Yeah. What do I get? Mustache. Yeah. The Groucho suit. I got a big one. You know, it occurs to me, why why would you want to belong to a club where you're not allowed to think for yourself? If I ate at, I did eat, Saturday night in Chicago, 
I ate at a, a place, I think it's called... Chick-fil-A. No, Farm to Table. Oh, but, yeah. But the whole point of the place is for the ownership to flex its progressive liberalism. Got it. And and I didn't pick the place, but so I'm with a fairly large group. And I would have complained had the food not been good. But the food was fantastic. You know, okay. I had short ribs. It comes. It came yeah. in a skillet. Yeah, good man. And, and, you know, they practically tell you that the cow this came from had its own room. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was hugged 14 right. times was, a right. day. Blankets. And, uh, and it TV. had a special diet. We this right. Here's Spa the farm treatment. where it lived. You know, it had its own bunk chicken. bed. <laughs> and and the, just, it was endless. It was endless tripe about how uh, everything we do is sustainable. And all. You know what? It was really good. But here's what I, my point being. Let's say I tweeted out, and I don't tweet because I don't believe in it. Mm. Let's say I tweeted out. Uh, yeah, I had dinner at Farm to Table. Uh, what a what a liberal place! But do you think anybody would have bothered to write me and said, "How dare you?" I don't belong to that club. You don't belong. No, to that club. no one I know belongs to that club. That who would have chastised me for going to such a liberal uh, establishment? Who cares? I liked it. It was great. Right. The pork sh- two guys, two of the men had pork chops. Okay. They were about. Four inches. Yeah, thick. that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it why was, didn't you let me go with you? It was really uh, do you uh, short really ribs? Good stuff. A nice call. Yeah. Is your process of eating short ribs uh, in the same vein as when you eat mussels? No, no, I quick and to the point. No, 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 I no mussels. He's a champ. He's he's like an Olympic champion at that. <laughs> yeah, you're he the Joey Chestnut. He is a fast eater, though. You go out with him, and he'll be done already. And no, I'm, no, I I took my time. I'm, a, I'm not saying you're not, uh, you have manners, you have manners, I'm just saying you are a fast eater. You one, eat fast. One more thought about this Jack Dorsey fool, and he's a fool, for allowing himself to belong to this club. Anyone would be a fool. But I, what I'm, uh, and the director of social media will have to help me here. Sure. What I presume, he he either tweets inanities, which is what tweeting is, you know, I just changed my shirt. Hey, that's, look that's at a this. tweet. Okay. Well, he either tweets inanities or he tweeted that be, as an example of technology. Look at what I was able to do with my phone and PayPal and tw- Twitter, blah blah blah. It, that's what I think he must have been. Well, doing. that's kind of when you when you first brought up the story, I was a bit surprised that he even put that out there to begin with, knowing the the backlash that he would most likely see on social media because he is. I I don't know what his beliefs are, his leanings are, but well, we do know what his leanings are. He's a he's a progressive leftist who apologized immediately when it was pointed out to him that he should not have eaten at a Chick Fil A because they don't uh, recognize same sex marriage. Well, that's what I, I guess. What I was going to say was I don't know if that's truly what he believes, or because his public persona is obviously that to cater to the left. Well, then is that tantamount to him as CEO of Twitter saying Twitter is a leftist organization? Because Trump tweets twenty four hours a day, and he's not a leftist. Well, right. I don't be, know what he is because he won't leftist. face the back from the right yeah. he will from the left if he doesn't pretend to to, to cater to them if that makes any sense yeah. marco rubio patrick uh, yes joe i have a uh, possible ray of hope and i think it's kind of a two for one all right my four, my 14 year old daughter who is deluged every day in this society at school everywhere with the with these progressive ideas needed a summer job because she wants to spend her own money she called businesses and restaurants all morning because nobody will hire a 14-year-old except Chick-fil-A, and she went to get her application. Okay. 
Uh, does that violate some ordinance about uh, the age you have to be to work? I have no, no idea. No, she can work on weekends. She can probably work until 7.30 or 8 o'clock. Okay. Correct. She has limited hours, and it's probably Correct. just weekends. I'll give them a ray of hope, then. Here's today's ray of hope. What's Thank the twofer? You. The twofer is my 14-year-old daughter wants to spend her money and not my own. <laughs> that is a good point. Thank you. <laughs> She's wired normally. Uh, who is that on uh, the... Jason. Jason? Hey, Joe. Say, uh, I help coach a Little League baseball team, and uh, instead of going to Dairy Queen after tomorrow's game, we're going to Chick-fil-A, getting liking that food real young because it's very, very good. Thank you. All right. Bye. We just got a Chick-fil-A in the Chanhassen neighborhood. It's never not packed. Uh, I don't know where oh. the closest one to me is. We got one on campus here. Is that Rook? Is that the closest one to me? Uh, Robert Street probably. What about be. Mark Rubin? Marco Rubio. I mean, Marco Rubio. He, uh, <laughs> Close enough. Uh, right. Uh, this lunacy has gone too far. The CEO of Twitter bullied into an apology for patronizing Chick-fil-A because the owners support biblical definition of marriage. Holding a personal view taught by mainstream Christianity is now boycott worthy. Mm-hmm. Sad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's what's sad is so many people, well, that's the mystery. And they think by joining this club, they're going to bring about a country that they think will be better than the United States. Okay, you just, you use an They're exa- not going to. You use an example of farm to table or whatever it was. Yeah. What's the equivalent here? What's a, the big left, something uh, um, lefty owned that, that... I have no idea. You're the food guy. I'm not a... Well, I'm not even thinking food. I'm just thinking what what is so uh, mainstream left? Anything that Dayton kids are running. But like you said, if it's a, if they have a good restaurant, what do I care? What do I care? I don't care what their politics are. Do they? Because I me- don't belong to that club. I'm going to think for myself. Right. You're not. You're not. You're not allowed. This this guy felt he that he had to apologize. What a what a panda. Yeah, that's, a, that's a that's a wuss. What a panda! Holy mackerel! We'll be back in just a moment. But now, thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business. To protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. I love when you see those stories on different websites that lean to the left or the right. Mm-hmm. On on the left websites, it's all like, "Well, we're proud of you for for uh, boycotting them right. and speaking." And then on the other side, it's all it's all uh, we're going to Chick Fil A tonight for yeah. dinner. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Stocks are uh, looking pretty good today, holding on to uh, decent gains for the start of the week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is ahead 67 points. Financial stocks are showing some strength today. The NASDAQ Composite up 27, and the S&P 500 is ahead 9. An unusually strongly worded report urges major changes in how the FAA assesses and manages risks from drones. The report by the National Academies of Sciences and requested by Congress says the commercial drone industry is being stifled by unnecessarily stringent federal safety rules. The report also criticizes the FAA for extending its traditional focus on near-zero tolerance for risk involving airplanes and applying that to cover small drones. After teasing us last week by saying it was temporarily changing its name to IHOB, but not saying what the B stands for, IHOP today said it stands for burgers. I thought it would be breakfast. The company is temporarily changing its name to promote its new ultimate steak burgers. They come with fries and a drink for 7 bucks at participating locations. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. 
Thanks. Good Monday to you, Brucey. Uh, Majors Fantasy Golf Challenge GLers. 1500 ESPN's Major Fantasy Golf Challenge backs for the U.S. Open. Choose your players before 6.55 a.m. this Thursday morning. That's the important part, so do it Wednesday. One golfer from each of the featured groups. Winner is going to receive a trip for four to Craigans. Burry and Rogers. Commencing Garage Logic Segment Number 8. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Cloudy, and uh, yes, the rain has reached our uh, station uh, here. It's raining outside uh. our window. So not just around the Twin Cities, it's now raining. Is it raining here, in your area? Is it raining where you are? It's 73 oh. degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in friendly Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. What'd you Were you guys ever in a science fair when you were kids? Oh, yeah. 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 What'd you do? Uh, I'm to Blow uh, some cigarette smoke into a cotton ball, something yeah, like that? Yeah, or like which tennis ball bounces more? Yeah, I think I put something in a, a thing of Coca-Cola to see if it would yeah. rot it. Well, we're all put to shame by a kid in Stillwater named Everett Kroll. Big piece on him in the Pioneer Press yeah. today. Yeah. He invented a prosthetic foot. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean... Yeah. And you were, you know, making an ass. Yeah, that which so. gumball tastes more yeah. like grapes? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> his grapeier foot. This guy made a foot. How yeah. old? Is, how old is he, Joe? Let's uh, I think he's a freshman. You know oh, who geez. we need to get him in touch with is Paul's Prothesis Palace. Yeah. Oh, he they can, usually buy advertising around the Fourth of July. There. Maybe he's a junior. Huh. Well, still. He <laughs> won. That's pretty good. He won the International Science and Engineering Fair in Pittsburgh. Wow. Okay, so he went to. Regional, state, national, then it sounds like. He created an affordable and durable foot created by 3D printing. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, All right. You got a new fart button. Yeah, I got a new button yeah. here on the, on the screen. <laughs> I, uh, I just have to say this. When my son was in eighth grade, he worked with the Lake Detective. Yeah. The bio, he, didn't make, he didn't make no foot. No, but he did the bio manipulation of stormwater ponds. Yeah. And we were really patting ourselves on the back as he went to state. Yeah. And then you go to state going, yeah, my kid did this. And then you see the kids from Rochester, my electromagnetic <laughs> cancer researcher. Yeah. We're like, kid, you were just chasing minnows in a pond. Right. You, uh, let's just pack up and go home. The Twins are off today. They'll play the Tigers in Detroit tomorrow night. Joe Maurer heading out to Rochester for a rehab assignment. He'll DH tomorrow, play first base on Wednesday. Everything goes okay. He could join the Twins during the six-game road trip. Uh, Minnesota will play host to Syracuse November 29th in, uh, in the annual ACC Big Ten Women's Basketball Challenge. That announcement coming today. Syracuse was 22-9 last season, but suffered a 27-point loss to Oklahoma State as an eighth seed in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Uh, the Gophers uh, defeated Green Bay in the first round of the tournament, lost to Oregon. That, of course, the last game as Gophers coach for Marlene Stallings, who left for Texas Tech, and she's been replaced by Lindsey Whalen. And the point guard for the Lynx. News notes from today. Minneapolis police have still not made any arrests in that shooting Friday night in Uptown that left three people with injuries that are not considered life-threatening. However, Minnesota Police Public Information Officer John Elder said the investigation is making progress. It happened about 10.30 Friday night in the 2800 block of Hennepin Avenue. When officers got to the scene, they located two people who had suffered wounds. About 30 minutes later, another adult showed up at Hennepin County Medical Center with a gunshot wound related to the incident. The victims included one female and two males. Over the weekend, elders said two of the three people injured may not have been 
the intended target of the shooting. But plastic bags is our issue in Minneapolis, right? Oh, no, 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 bike lanes. Hang on, hang okay, on. I'm sorry. Which one? A 20-year-old Princeton University undergraduate student from here in Roseville was hit and killed by a train in Fort Worth, Texas, Friday. According to a release from the university, Yasmin Ahmed Abdileaha was a member of the class of 2020. She was reportedly survived by her parents, three brothers, and a sister. She attended Harding High School in St. Paul, had previously lived in Illinois and Texas. According to the university, a gathering will take place on campus at 6.30 this evening. The Trump administration today slapped sanctions on several Russian companies and businessmen for engaging in cyber attacks and helping Russia's military and intelligence services with other malicious activities. The Treasury Department said it was imposing sanctions on five Russian firms and three executives from one of them under legislation passed last year and an executive order aimed at punishing efforts to hack into U.S. computer systems. The sanctions freeze any assets that they may have in the United States and it bars Americans from doing business with them. The department said the sanctions were a response to a number of cyber attacks, including last year's not Petya attack, as well as intrusions into the U.S. energy grid and global network infrastructure. Also said Russia had been tracking undersea cables that carry the bulk of the world's telecommunications data. Dennis Rodman arrived in Singapore's airport early this morning. (laughs) Flurry of cameras and reporters ahead of the summit between President Trump and Kim Jong-un. He, of course, is a mutual friend of both world leaders, previously boasted to have great friendships with them. Who do you think paid for that? I can tell you that in oh, just good, a moment, good. actually. Uh-huh. Like smokedope.com or know. what? Well, you're not far off. <laughs> the former former basketball player was bombarded with questions upon his arrival at Shanghai Airport around midnight, hours after Kim was spotted posing for a selfie during a night ahead of his meeting with Trump. He said, I'm just happy to be part of of this, I think I brought up a lot of awareness to, uh, to a lot of awareness to people around the world. Rodman told reporters when asked if the meeting wouldn't have happened without the former NBA star. Rodman, who happens to be uh, one of the few people who met both Trump and Kim, made the trip overseas after announcing he'll be heading to Singapore to offer whatever support is needed. He said his trip is being sponsored by his marketing team and a marijuana cryptocurrency firm. There you go. <laughs> Cryptocurrency, like, uh, fit, like, like Bitcoin. Because yeah, Dennis, Bitcoin. I don't think, uh, managed to keep much of his money. That's probably a good bet. Yeah. It's been an extremely profitable past few weeks when it comes to the Powerball in one small northeastern Minnesota community. The state lottery announced today that for the second time in three weeks, a Powerball ticket purchased in Carleton, Minnesota. Match the first five numbers drawn to win $1 million. All right, so which employee there is about to be fired? <laughs> right. Uh, this time it was a ticket sold at the Quick Trip on Highway 210 that matched the first five numbers in Saturday's drawing. Back on May 19th, another ticket purchased at the Minute Mart in town also matched the first five numbers. According to a release, neither prize has yet been claimed. Since the start of 2017, a total of seven $1 million tickets have been sold in Minnesota. Uh, Marie Hinton, the communication specialist, said what she's... Are these, is this the big lottery? Powerball. The, yeah, the, if you get the first five numbers, Wednesday it's, night thing? it's like second yes. place, you get a million bucks. What, the Wednesday night thing? Whatever. I, Wednesday yeah. and Saturday, that would be actually. Yeah, if you match five without the Powerball, like Rook said, you win a million dollars. If you get the Powerball and you get $150 million or whatever. Right, whatever the jackpot yeah. is. Yeah. Right. And two, two in the city of Carleton, so... I don't know. I've never been to Carl. You know what? It can't be a big city. I, that smells suspicious to me. Yeah, well, two, that's what I'm two saying. Two different stores, though. I don't care. You Same said they were both sold at Quick Trip. No, I didn't. No, Chris. one at Quick Trip, one at the Mini Mart. Oh, Thank I you very part. much. I'm sorry. I was I was too busy looking up where Carlton was. <laughs> it's up by Duluth, isn't it? 
Carlton, oh. Minnesota. Staff. Well, anyone? If you were looking it up, uh, Chris. I don't have internet right now. My internet's down. <laughs> I don't know where it's it at. It is up so. by Duluth. Okay. Okay. That's my guess. Uh, uh, verify it, rookie. Carlton. Am I trying to click? Isn't, that Dylan? Okay. Isn't Bob it, Dylan from Carlton? No. Oh. A proposal. Carlton is um, <laughs> a little bit south and west of Sith, just off of 35. George Duluth. By Cloquet and Esco. Yeah. Correct. There you go. So we wrote by Black Bear Casino, I bet, huh? Yeah. Yep. Sure. A proposal may end up landing someone behind bars after a national monument in Colorado was vandalized last month. The National Park Service's Colorado National Monument posted about the vandalism this weekend. It shows the words prom, dot, 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 is, and I promise to love you forever and always. Oh, my God. On the rocks located outside of Grand yeah. Junction. I'm in favor of prison. Yep. National Park Ranger Frank Hade said the vandalism was reported May 23rd by someone who lives near the site. The graffiti is still up because preservationists need to analyze the damage, make sure there aren't any historic works of art, such as subtle paintings that have been damaged due to the message. National Park Service can apply a maximum penalty of six months in prison, $5,000 fine for that kind of vandalism. Uh, Hade told local officials they would be far more lenient with the charges if the culprit decides to come forward on their own. Uh, McFleetwood says former Fleetwood Mac guitarist Danny Kerwin has died at the age of 68. Fleetwood said in a Facebook post that Kerwin died Friday in London, no cause of death given. Kerwin uh, was part of the band from 68 to 72, played on some of their famous albums from that era, including Then Play On and Bear Trees. He was uh, one of eight members of the band, along with Fleetwood, Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham, Peter Green, John McVie, Christine McVie, and Jeremy Spencer, who were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1998. That's a long list of people that have been in that band. There's, yeah, been at least three versions of that band that were really good. Uh, Fleetwood Bear Trees is a great song. Bear Trees is a wonderful song. Uh, Fleetwood Mac's announcement from their Facebook page said Danny was a huge force in our early years. His love for the blues led him to being asked to join Fleetwood Mac in 1968, where he made his musical home for many years. And it's well known a lot of Americans consume too much sugar, but that affinity for the sweet stuff apparently starts with infancy. According to U.S. researchers, some babies are consuming way too much sugar. Eating foods with added sugar can influence a child's food choices later in life, according to these folks. The added sugar has been linked to obesity, asthma, dental cavities, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Researchers analyzed, uh, analyzed data from 800 infants and toddlers between 6 and 23 months old. Dave Dahl is next. Time for more details. Hello, Sean. You ready to party? Here's Dave Dahl. Thanks, Joe. We're at 73 degrees. Temperatures are still climbing slowly out there. We'll probably get to the mid-70s, but we have scattered showers across most of the metro. Uh, They're light at this point, slightly heavier showers and thunderstorms out to our west, basically west of a line from around the Mankato area, stretching up toward Montevideo. That's where the storms are a little stronger. They're going to become... coming through here for the next several hours i think we're going to see these showers and scattered thunderstorms around all the way through about 10 p.m tonight and then gradually tapering off after that some locally heavy rainfall these start to train over the same areas uh, that get rain we could see over an inch of rain in a few places and that could cause some problems maybe some water on roadways 62 for the overnight low tonight then tomorrow beautiful day partly cloudy warm 80 for the high, northwest winds though at 5 to 10, so lower humidity tomorrow. Mostly sunny and warm again on Wednesday, 82.
Uh, the humidity starts to come back into the pictures. A warm front approaches on Thursday, still 82, but it jumps up to 87 on Friday, 91 on Saturday, up to 92 on Sunday. Uh, heat and humidity could lead to some overnight thunderstorms, either Friday night or again Sunday night. But it does look like they'll be overnight and not affect the daytime hours. So a hot and humid weekend is on the way, Joe, with temps up in the lower 90s. Today, though, going for a high probably up to about 78. Right now we're at 73, and I have the records for the day. June 11. 96 on this date. 96. In 1956. 1956. And then 40. 40. In 1903. In 1903. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Did you guys uh, read about uh, the uh, the London Men's Fashion Week? I'm vaguely familiar with London Men's Fashion Week, but... Is director in there? Uh, he's not. Oh. Isn't that the thing Jimmy Butler goes to? Doesn't he, isn't he a kind of a fashion guy? Yeah, yeah. It would have been fun to be there. I think any fashion week uh, would be uh, would be fun to, even if you're not a fashionable person, male or female, it'd be fun to see the crowd. Well, what I was going to say is it would have been fun, it would be fun to be there if you had a big sign you could hold up that said, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope, Chenzo on this one. An imagined male pregnancy. Flower necklaces and melting ice caps were some of the more striking images at London's Men's Fashion Week. Uh, Chinese designer Xander Zhu's collection featured a male model with a fake bump, wearing jeans and a white T-shirt reading New World Baby, at which point, see, I would hold up my sign and say, nope. Yeah, nope. Nope. <laughs> we're prepared to welcome a future of male pregnancy, the designer said, in an Instagram post, and I would hold up my sign and say, nope. nope. Zoo's show also featured one of the more improbable-looking designs of all the collections, an elaborate raincoat with six sleeves arranged in a star formation. Here's my sign. Nope. The spring-summer 2019 collection was perhaps unsurprisingly called Supernatural Extraterrestrial and Company. Edward Crutchley's collection was inspired by contemporary mythology featuring prints by French featuring prints by French artist Lucien Murat of a post-apocalyptic world of deformed creatures. Nope. The collection also had a strong Japanese theme, including a partnership with the Kimono Printing Company from Kyoto. Christopher Rayburn, a specialist in environmentally conscious fashion. What would that be? environmentally conscious fashion, use uh, NASA images showing melting ice caps to uh, to create a modern and socially engaged collection called React Now. Nope. Liam Hodges took his inspiration from the natural world with designs carrying vegetable and leopard skin motifs. Perhaps his most striking work was a black T-shirt bearing the image of a Roman breastplate worn by a model in a pra- praetorian guard helmet. All right. The highly anticipated show by Man, a kind of fashion incubator, which has helped many of the current generation of British designers, presented a gender-fluid collection. Male <laughs> models wore evening dresses, miniskirts, or opting to go bare-chested. Nope. Yeah. A heavily applauded design saw transsexual model Monroe Bergdorf strut the catwalk dressed only in a pair of black boots and a long, torn T-shirt with the words, high-concept character. Nope. What would London Men's Fashion Week, which is particularly ori- oriented towards streetwear, be without a, 
a bit of old school British chic. That came courtesy of Oliver Spencer, whose collection featured linens and organic cottons, mineral colors, and a touch of hippie sensibility. Jackets worn with shorts and flower chains. Mm. I could do that. What, the rest of it? Nope. Nope. Why why do... You know, there's been gay, lesbian, transvestite people, transsexuals, whatever the case may be, over since day one. There you go. Maybe a week into it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not day one, maybe a week into it. Yeah. Why do they, f- I mean, we're aware. Why do they feel the need that, that we all have to go above and they're beyond? In the, they're in the club. If you I'm went fine to, if you're if you're if you're the gay guy or no, the lesbian. You, if you were at care. that show, you were at that show. You'd have to be a member of the club. You wouldn't be allowed to think for yourself. Every every bit of this nonsense was probably applauded. They or I'd sit there with a sign that said no. Yeah, and they would be all behind the Chick Fil A people. Oh yeah, saying don't go there. Say, uh, got a touch on the uh, the bog up on uh, Long Lake, North Long Lake. It's on the move, right? Volunteer crews finally won a battle with the big bog. Uh, it took the power of 24 small boats and pontoons plus the aid of a bobcat to overcome the beast, uh, 25 to 30 volunteers. Nobody liked my idea. Refresh the big me. rotating saw blade uh, <laughs> on a helicopter. That's right. That's right. Just, you just and cut I'm, that baby like you're cutting up a pizza stealing. and then haul the little hunks away. Or what was wrong with it? Why don't these people dynamite the damn thing? Why is this such a problem? Blow it up. Uh, I'd be like that when they blew up the whale, the blubber Ooh. everywhere. So what? They can clean that up. Get over somebody. Somebody get that guy over. The DNR said the bog is two hundred fifty-five thousand square feet and estimated to weigh four thousand tons. It's a natural wetland consisting of marsh, dead plants, cattails. Got it. And huh? From a helicopter. Yeah. Draw, uh, drop a walk behind a mower. Yeah. Kind of like the Royce deal. Yeah. I bet it would just it would slice a hole in the earth. That whole bog is just going to drain. Have you ever? taken the time to go look up the YouTube videos of these helicopters trimming trees for power lines. You yeah. think oh, I'm being yeah. facetious. No, I bet. Those guys, those guys have a set on them. Well, you bring that guy in, you cut this sucker up like a pizza. Boom. Boom. Get You're done. here. You're done. Oh, God. Then you got your camp back at Legionville. Well, right now you're being held captive by this beast. Right. What would you... What, what would you do with the pieces once you cut them up? Well, they're small enough you could, you Throw know, take them home. Take them home. Set them off the, the island right in the middle of them, the lake. Pull them, pull them up on the beach. Do something. Hey, honey, I brought home some bog. I got a piece of that bog. Lake bog. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see it thick. Uh, well, they, they, I don't think they're, I don't think they're thinking well enough up there. You either blow it up or you bring the damn helicopter in with the saw blade. How, how complicated can that be? Hey, call Jim and bring the blade. Will you? We're, uh, we got to get, <laughs> get a, a hatchet. Uh, got to borrow a hatchet. We got a bog here. Uh, a lot of serpents in that bog. <laughs> Why don't you take us to break, young man? Hey, get this. See if I can get this closer to me. What? Green Lake, the largest freshwater lake on Hawaii's Big Island, has completely disappeared. Another victim of the Kilauea volcano, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. Uh, Lava from Fissure 8 began pouring into the lake June 2, turning it into a a roiling cauldron. 
Mm. The lake evaporated. It's gone. What? See, man can't do that. The next time an old hippie confronts you about, you know, your old uh, climate change. <laughs> right. Hey, can you make a lake go away? <laughs> this, and you know how long it took? How Nin- long? 90 minutes. You're kidding. Uh, and that lake was 200 feet deep. Mm-hmm. Was it close to that Mustang? Yep. Swallowed by the Mustang. Isn't that something? It, that's just, uh, nature's very powerful, kids. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I think we kind of did know yeah, that. Yeah. Well, uh, s- sports is coming up. Everything's done. Hockey's done. done. Basketball's done. done. Ten, uh, pair, uh, French Open's done. Golf. But we're heading into the U.S. Open out on the tip of Long Island. Don't forget about your fantasy golf challenge at 1500ESPN.com. 1500ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Uh, I think it's sunny in 73, according to my phone.